Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion, your weekly Star Wars podcast where we round up the latest in Star Wars news, reviews and discussion and our random spotlights. My name's Gary and normally I would introduce my awesome co-host Mr. Mark Asquith but he's currently away on business, he's over in the US, he's visiting those guys over at Apple to talk podcast business and all that stuff. Uh, For those that don't know, Mark is the founder and CEO of Rebel Base Media which is the umbrella company for a bunch of cool podcasting stuff, um, but notably the recently launched Captivate uh, podcast hosting company. And uh, We host our show here. I host my other podcast, the Doctor Who Big Blue Box podcast over on Captivate. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast or you want to switch hosts, if you think a change is on the horizon, then check out Captivate.fm. A really, really good product. They've just launched a bunch of new features as well around analytics and all that good stuff. And I think they do a free trial as well, if I'm not mistaken. So head over to Captivate.fm. Really, really good stuff. Uh, you can check us out on all of the um, social media networks, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a like and a follow over there. Just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. We post plenty of Star Wars news and tidbits throughout the week. So it'd be great to chat with you guys and join the community over there. Uh, in terms of podcasting, Head over to any podcast network. So if you listen, whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. You'll find us on there. Give us a subscribe so that you don't miss a show when they land every single Saturday. And if you like what we do here at Spark of Rebellion, you can support the show over at Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Spark of Rebellion. Loads of tiers there to jump on from a dollar upwards. You can bag some uh, some SOR swag and uh, all the way up to... Um, tiers that give you executive producer credits you can appear on the show and let us know what we want to do what you'd like us to do sorry for the random spotlight and that stuff so yeah we we, we really love all the the patrons that we've got so far we love you guys thank you for the support but if you want to support us then uh that's the place to do that coming up in today's show it's going to be a shorter one because it's just me on my own i'm not going to do the random spotlight because i love doing that with mark that's like our little cool fun little quirky bit to do at the end and uh, I feel like I'd be betraying his his sense of humor <laughs> somewhat if I cracked on and did the random spotlight by myself so I'm just going to go through some of the news that's popped up over the last week or so and uh, a very quick uh, discussion point well not discussion because it's me by myself but uh, uh, an overview of the recent image that was uh, popped out on the Uh, The Empire Magazine, uh, Knights of Ren, which looks very cool. So, cracking on with some news. We had a new character revealed for the upcoming Rise of Skywalker. This is the little guy that's, uh, it kind of, when I first saw this image, I I looked at it very, very quickly. And uh, uh, I first thought it was the character from, uh, what's the, the little guy with the, I keep saying little guy. 
what's the dude with the four the four uh arms in solo um forgotten the character's name it's a quirky little alien and um initially i thought it was that guy i thought or his species i thought they had dragged him into uh into into the rise of skywalker but it's not it's a it's a species known as the anzelan and yeah it's uh they put a really nice image out it looks like a very small actually now that i've had a chance to look at the image in a bit more detail it looks like a very small little dude and apparently he specializes in modifying and uh hacking droids apparently so he is uh a, he's known as a droid smith and he uh he works on the spice runners uh, of Kamiji, kijimi sorry and yeah so he i i'm nobody knows any details about where he sits in terms of is he working for the resistance is he working for the first order nobody really knows at the moment what he's about but it's very cool to see uh, a character reveal as we ramp up and get closer to the to the rise of skywalker release which is cool and yeah i've not got too many comments or views on this guy at the moment he just looks like a like a fun i'm not sure if he's going to be comic relief or not as well or if he's going to be pivotal to the plot point not quite sure but he does look quite cute actually and uh, yeah we'll see what mischief he gets up to with uh with droids and so on it could link into the section in the trailer where we see uh 3po with the red eyes and stuff you know it could be that this guy has hacked his systems in some way or whatever. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this guy fits into the story. I don't think he's going to be a big character. I think he's going to pop up a few times in a couple of short scenes, I think. But yeah, Babu Frick. Who the Frick is Babu Frick? We'll find out in December. But uh, there's information on this over at StarWars.com and Wikipedia and so on. So cool little guy. Uh, Moving on. The New York uh, Comic-Con kicked off this week. I think it started yesterday. I'm recording this on the 4th of October. I think it started yesterday on the 3rd. But usually, at, um, you, you of course get these companies at San Diego Comic-Con, but they also frequent the New York Comic-Con. And I'm going to just pull out, when I say companies, I mean collectibles. So merchandise and collectibles. And there was five or six standout um, pieces from various companies uh, that I've seen online. So I'm going to pull out a few of those. And the first one is the booth for Sideshow Sideshow Collectibles, where they highlighted some of their upcoming figures, which I think are going to be out. They might try and get these out for the end of the year, but I know that some of them are coming early next year. But a couple of really cool figures. The obvious one for them is the Mandalorian. Now, anybody that hasn't seen any sideshow collectible figures before uh, they they're a company based out in the u.s who do these really just hyper detailed really great quality premium quality collectibles in a range of sizes they have a very popular range the um the uh, sixth scale i think it's sixth scale uh, figures they have these premium format um, figures as well which is a bit larger but they normally come in a kind of fixed pose in a like a little mini environment which look amazing and then they go all the way up to very expensive full-size figures but uh, these ones they've they've con- concentrated on the the sixth scale uh, figures for the rise of skywalker and the mandalorian so 
The Mandalorian figure looks just absolutely bang on. That's the cool thing about Sideshow is that um, everything about the figure or figures is nailed right down to the smallest detail, like the the little soles of their shoes, you know, the little ammo pouches, fabrics, um, weapons, helmets, all that stuff is just bang on. It's like 99% accurate to what you would see on the screen. And the Mandalorian just looks like they've popped him out of the trailer, stuck him on a little stand inside a glass cabinet, and there you go. So they've got all of the details as you would expect. The helmet looks bang on, the pose, his little blaster pistol, his larger uh, rifle on the back, like just the little details um, that you can see as you're um, as you're going around the figure. So they've got the the, the the belt that he wears that looks like the little grenades uh, that you can see uh, a little bit closer up, the little leather pouch. And the other thing as well is that the sideshow figures, on, unless it's a unless it's purposefully meant to be crisp and clean, like some of the Darth Vader figures that you would see from, say, The Empire Strikes Back or something like that, where Vader's meant to be very shiny and clean. Um, all of the figures are weathered and look like they've, they've, they've been beat up a little bit and, you know, just like, just like the, the, the image that you would see in, in the TV series. And that's the same across all, most of the board. So sometimes you'll see, like the, the other one I want to talk about here is the Sith Trooper. So we've seen the action figure Sith Trooper reveal a couple of months ago, but the Sideshow one is another level. You know, I can't emphasize enough how great the detail is. And this guy is like super shiny, like all of the armor plates, the helmet is really, really just wow. So I think that would look amazing in the glass cabinet. And uh, in contrast, we've got a couple of, um, uh, clone troopers as well. We've got a couple of clone troopers there in the white and the orange. They look weathered. They look battle worn, and so on. Um, and then we also have another uh, Darth Vader figure. They've done like quite a few Darth Vader figures now. And uh, this is the like I said, these are the six scale models. And this Vader is from Return of the Jedi. So they've done Vader in a few different forms from different films. And in each film, there's tiny little subtle differences in how Vader looks. Um, most notably, obviously, from A New Hope, where his helmet and uh, some of his armor had a bit more of a matte finish. And then when we get to the next one, uh, Empire, his helmet's very shiny and been buffed and stuff. And then when you get to Jedi, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there are a couple of subtle little differences between that movie as well. So Sideshow obviously have um, great, contacts at Lucasfilm and so on. So they're able to get all that stuff in there. So yeah, the six scale figures from Sideshow look really, really good. And if you want to pick any of those up, if you just go to, I think it's just Sideshow, sideshowcollectibles.com. You can search for, um, they've got everything up for pre-order. So you can look at those in a bit more detail. So that's Sideshow, that looks very, very cool. Next up is Kota Bakaya. Kota Bakaya? Kota Bakia. I'm going to say Kota Bakaya. Uh, so their booth had a couple of standout pieces as well. Quite surprised that they've got this amount of figures announced, actually. They normally have about three or four figures, but they've got half a dozen here. They look very, very cool. Uh, a couple of standout figures for me is quite a quirky one. A different, a different take on it is the unpainted Kylo Ren, who is in a very cool pose. He's in his, He's got his uh, lightsaber back behind him, and he's got his force 
his force grab it looks like uh in the force awakens when he when he holds poe dameron's laser bolt in in the air he's got that kind of pose going on and it's very cool because they like i said it's the unpainted version so it's just the gray mold um that's not gone through the painting stuff yet so i'm not suggesting you go ahead and paint it yourself you could do <laughs> if you wanted to but that does look very cool. Uh, I like that. Uh, they've got a nice little statue of Ray, and I'm not too keen on the on the face sculpt for Ray. It looks okay, but it isn't quite bang on to Daisy Ridley's features. But it looks okay. But what I'm more interested in is her overall look. I think this is the look that we're going to see her in for the Rise of Skywalker. So you see the um, what she's going to be wearing there, which looks kind of cool. Uh, we've got some. Uh, Sith troopers as well uh, and there's one that uh, looks more like a heavy Sith trooper he's got um, a very very large um, cannon there which looks very cool and then lastly another version of the Mandalorian so like I said not quite as detailed and high-end that you would expect from the sideshow slash hot toy stuff but it still looks very cool and that's going to I think these are going to be quite a bit cheaper so the hot toy stuff the sixth scale they normally go out for around uh, anywhere between three to five hundred dollars, whereas the Artifacts Plus range from um, uh, Kotobukiya they go normally around a hundred dollars ish. And over here in the UK, that you can normally get them for around seventy, eighty pounds ish. So they look quite cool. And there's some other figures there. There's a Luke Skywalker in the orange, uh, a New Hope X-wing getup, which looks okay. This goes back to what I said about Ray. Sometimes with Kotobukiya, anything that's in a helmet looks great. Anything that's not in a helmet, so Luke, he has got his fighter helmet, but you can see his face. Luke, Ray, um, from the neck down, they look really good, but the face sculpt just needs, yeah. But then again, you know, you get what you pay for. Moving on to the Diamond Select Toys slash Gentle Giant booth. Uh, got some very interesting figures there. Uh, again, most notably is the very cool looking um, Darth Maul uh, busts. They've got two different um, variants there. They've got the half bust with him, which looks like the, um, looks like, actually like the solo version of Darth Maul. Um, just he looks slightly different. He's got a, a different um, upper body uh, garment on with the gloves and stuff. I think, I could be wrong, but I think that version looks like it's from his cameo at the end of Solo. And then we have another um, half-scale bust of him looking a bit more classic from the prequel from The Phantom Menace. Uh, And very, very highly detailed, that one. Just the the face sculpt is bang on. It looks very creepy, the the facial expressions. That looks very cool. Uh, We've got a um, a version of Luke, um, the farm boy Luke from A New Hope, where he's standing out with his binoculars. Um, this isn't the pose. It kind of, it's a bit of a mishmash. It, it's a bit, it looks like the pose when that classic scene where at the end of the day, when the sun, the twin suns are setting and he, he, he goes out of the homestead and he just, he's got one knee up on the, on the ridge there. And he looks out into the distance with that dreamy pose. And then John Williams score kicks in. It's very beautiful. It's kind of like that, but it's not, he's kind of got that pose, but he's holding his macro binoculars. So, that says to me that he's more about legging outside to see where R2-D2 has, R2-D2 has run off from. But it does look quite cool. 
I'm up for that. I'm a sucker for anything from A New Hope, as it's my favourite Star Wars film. Uh, another one is the Tarkins uh, half uh, bust. That looks very, very cool. Not quite sure on the on the face sculpt again for that. It's it's pretty much there, um, but yeah, could do a little bit more work. And then lastly, they've got these very cool um, uh, life-size Kenner figures. There's the Darth Vader version and the R2-D2 version. And they they look exactly like the old original Kenner versions. So don't expect lifelike, screen-accurate um, figures here. Um, but they are life-size, they're huge, and they look very cool. Just like the little toys that were released from Kenner but um, ramped up to life size. So they look very, very cool. And lastly, the they had the Del Rey guys there with their booth with tons of books. Um, nothing new there, really, from Del Rey. Nothing, uh, no announcements, no, um, nothing new. They just had on display all of the recent novels that have been out for the past couple of years. And um, yeah, one thing they did have there was the convention-exclusive version of Thrawn Treason. So that's a kind of limited edition cover that's slightly different from the retail version. So other than that, really not much going on over at Del Rey. They did have the um, hardback version of Dooku Jedi Lost, which is kind of cool. Uh, both myself and Mark have listened to the audiobook of that, and we're going to review that hopefully pretty soon. But uh, if you're not into audiobooks, you can pick up the written novel uh, of that, which looks kind of cool. Uh, so uh, the last uh, bit of news um, that has dropped recently is there was a lot of talk around... So in The Last Jedi, we had that scene where uh, both Rey and Kylo uh, kind of had a bit of a disagreement over the ownership of um, Anakin Skywalker and then Luke's lightsaber. Um, and ultimately, after a bit of a kerfuffle and a bit of a scuffle ends up getting ripped into two pieces. And in The Rise of Skywalker, we weren't sure if it remained broken or if one half went to each of them and there was going to be some something further down the line. But the um, something has been revealed recently that confirms that Rey does indeed have that, that lightsaber back and she has repaired it. So she's somehow managed to get both parts of the lightsaber uh, back in her possession and she's managed to repair that and she uses that in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so this comes from um, the Triple Force Friday event that was hosted. We spoke about this on last week's show that was hosted over at Pinewood Studios by Warwick Davis. They had on display there some props from the upcoming film, and one of them was that lightsaber. And it looks slightly different. Uh, the top and the, the bottom half are exactly the same. However, there's just a new kind of metal band that runs around the um, the middle part of it, which is the repaired part of it. And uh, there was a card that was next to that prop. And it says, uh, uh, Ray carries the lightsaber, once belonging to Anakin and Luke Skywalker. It's shattered pieces reunited as she continues down the Jedi path. And the title of the the, the the title of the prop on the card says the reforged Skywalker lightsaber. So that's a kind of a confirmation and that puts to bed all of the rumors around the the lightsaber and what was going to happen to it and was Kylo going to get it and 
were they going to keep two halves and then make a new lightsaber from those halves and all of that stuff. So there we go. That's been confirmed as Ray now has that lightsaber and has been has been repaired, which is cool. So that's going to do for news. Uh, I'm going to crash straight into a little bit of discussion, <laughs> sort of solo discussion, um, excuse the, uh, the turn of phrase there, uh, for the the image that the Empire, that the Empire? The image that Empire Magazine threw out uh, on their latest issue, which is a, a, a kind of, a very cool picture actually of the Knights of Wren. Now, the Knights of Wren have, have been a, a topic of discussion for a few reasons, really. The first one is that we still don't know anything about them, really. They they appeared in The Force Awakens, but they were only there as a as a Force uh, image to Rey. So when she goes to Maz's water hole, slash bar, slash club, whatever, and she goes down the stairs, she goes into the... She can hear her name being called. She goes down into the one of the uh, storage areas and she finds Luke slash Anakin's lightsaber. As soon as she picks it up, she goes into this whole trippy kind of force uh, vision. And one of those little snippets there is Kylo Ren with his his lightsaber ignited and behind him are the Knights of Ren. Also, uh, Snoke mentions them briefly in that same movie. And then after that, the Ryan Johnson continuation with The Last Jedi doesn't, you know, doesn't mention those guys at all. Uh, there's no image of them. There's no mention. Uh, it's all about Kylo, which kind of makes sense. But it would have been nice for them to have been mentioned or progressed a little bit because they're so intriguing. And I think that's one of the the things that I'm I'm looking forward to in the last uh, the rise of Skywalker is actually getting to see what these guys are about, what they can do, what they can't do. I think I might have so in last week's in last week's episode, week before, uh, Mark and I had a look at the recent episode nine poster that was put out, and there was a couple of the Knights of Ren on there, and I said that you can tell that these guys are force users and all that stuff. I'm not sure if that's actually true now. I can't make my mind up. I don't know if the Knights of Ren are like a, a renegade bunch of uh, dark Jedi or I'm not going to say Sith. They don't look like Sith to me, but dark Jedi or force users that can use the dark side of the force. Or if they're not, I, I can't make my mind up. I think Mark's got a slightly different view on that to me. But I did say last week that they they looked to me anyway, like, and I think I was going more on the on the force uh, vision that Ray had. For some reason, in that scene where it's it's raining pretty hard and they look kind of badass and stuff, in my head I created this thing where the Knights of Ren were, I don't know, like a almost like the Inquisitors, almost from from. Star Wars Rebels and the upcoming game Fallen uh, Fallen Order. I kind of made them up to be like that, rightly or wrongly, in my own head. But I'm not so sure now because Mark made a very good point that all of the weapons that you see these guys carrying, and there's uh, in in this picture that Empire magazine have released, it focuses on one of the knights and 
it looks like he's carrying a standard rifle of some kind and he's I don't know if he's got extra bullets in his in his leather strap there and stuff. So I've never actually seen these guys wield any kind of Jedi or Sith weapon. There's no lightsabers going on, nothing like that at all. It's all standard weaponry. It looks like it's big axes and rifles and stuff. So I don't know. Um, but what's cool is we are going to see more of these guys in the next film, which I'm really glad about because I think JJ did a good job of, of planting that seed, maybe in the hope that whoever was going to direct the last Jedi, they would take that and run with it and expand on those guys with some exposition or some backstory or something, or even bring them into the plot a little bit. But no, Ryan Johnson decided again, rightly or wrongly that they weren't pivotal to the, to moving the story forward and considered them not important. So the image itself doesn't really reveal a great deal, but it's a very cool looking image and you can see them lined up um, and it's very dark and you can see smoke and stuff. It's very atmospheric. But what makes these guys really cool is their helmets, to be honest with you. They all, they've all got a very similar vibe to Kylo Ren's. They don't look quite as good as his, but they've, they've all got a similar feel to them. And they look a little bit, they actually look slightly different to Kylo's. So in the, in the Force Awakens, Kylo Ren's helmet was kind of, it wasn't shiny like Vader's, but it had a very sleek uh, feel to it. It was slightly weathered. You could tell that he'd had it for a few years up to that point. But when you look at this image um, from Empire, all of their helmets are quite, they, they all, they've almost got a, a stony, concrete kind of texture, which I know they're not obviously, but they look like that. And they're a lot more battle-worn. There's a lot more scratches and dents and nicks out of them and so on. So I wonder what the, these guys have been up to. I wonder how they their origin and how um, they involve Snoke in some way. And is Kylo like their leader? Is he the boss? Or is he a new recruit even? we There could be that angle where these guys have been established for a long time. We just haven't heard of them. And Kylo was like a new, uh, like the rookie going through the ranks. Or did he, you know, is he the, the leader? I'm really not sure. So I love the fact that they're teasing with these little releases. So the the just the one image that we got of Babu Frick, the new character that's going to turn up the the poster and now this image of the, the Knights of Ren and we've also got the the cool cover as well so there's two different versions of Empire this month uh, there's one with Kylo uh, and one with Rey and when you put them together they make this very cool sort of sabers clashing image as well so it's kind of cool I'm, I'm not really too fussed about having another trailer at this point I'm quite happy with the trailer that we've seen I, I think if they I think we will see another one between now and December but I hope it doesn't give away anything too. I'm, I'm just really looking forward to sitting in the cinema and and having all that stuff thrown at me. It's going to be very cool. I don't want to know too much, um, but I do like these single images that they're putting out very slow. They're drip feeding these um, these little um, single images, which look very cool. So the Knights of Ren. I think they're going to be even if we don't see too much of them in the Rise of Skywalker. I do believe that these guys are going to live on in some shape or form outside of that. There must be a book in the works or whatever Lucasfilm and the story group and Delray books are working up. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a novel somewhere about the Knights of Ren or they're going to pop up in a future animated show or a video game or something. I feel like these guys have got a decent 
look about them. So as long as their origin has got some meat to it and we can flesh their story out a little bit, I do think they're going to pop up in some other media outside of The Rise of Skywalker. So if you haven't checked out Empire this month, it's on sale now, I believe. Or it's on, oh, it went on, well, yeah, it went on sale yesterday. Uh, so you can you can pick that up. The covers look very cool. And uh, an Empire normally do a decent job of of dedicating a, quite a few pages to big releases that are coming up. So, um, yeah, that's the uh, the Empire stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do it there. Like I said, I don't want to crash into the random spotlight. I think that's reserved for some uh, some decent humour um, from Mark on that stuff. So I'm not going to do that. So I am going to stick a pin in it for episode 26 there. Thank you guys for listening to episode 26. It's been uh, very cool to chat about the uh, collectibles that are coming out of New York Comic Con. I'm sure we'll see a few more of that stuff as the event rolls on, but they, I've got my eye on a couple of those, so the wallet could be taking a hit uh, over the next um, few months. Uh, so they look quite cool. Uh, the new character, little guy, Babu Frick, we'll see how he... Uh, fits into the the storyline of the rise of skywalker and uh go and pick up that empire magazine i think there'll be a, f- a few little cool uh, nuggets of info there for the rise of skywalker along with the knights of ren uh, remember to subscribe to our show on whatever podcast app you listen to if you don't subscribe yet just do a search for spark of rebellion you'll find us on all of the popular uh, networks itunes spotify stitcher uh, Google Pocket, all of that stuff, just to research for that. We'd love to have you a subscriber. That way you wouldn't miss a show when they land every Saturday. Also, check us out on all of the socials. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, just do a search again for Spark of Rebellion. You'll find us over there, and we chat Star Wars throughout the week. So it'd be great to have you on board there so we can chat Star Wars and uh, get involved in that community there. And if you like the show and want to support us, head over to patreon.com forward slash spark of rebellion there are various tiers there to jump into and uh, thank you so much to our current patrons we love you guys thank you very much for the support Uh, anyone that wants to dive in just do it there and uh, you can bag some swag and uh, all the way up to executive producer uh, credits on the show so just go and check that out patreon.com forward slash spark of rebellion I will be back next week along with Mark for episode 27. Until then, take care of yourselves and the Force will be with you always.